Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering emotional cover shoots. Oh, Making and breaking of love triangles. Whoa. And a new Batch Nation baby. It hey, just keeps yo. And, okay, and this is episode 284. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Woo. Yes, yes, yes. Before we get into Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, uh, I want to shout out to everybody that came to the show today, all our new people, all our old people, all our gold people. Oh, man. I love that. I actually do really like that. We got to do that all season long. Uh, All season long. And it's going to be a long season. So, uh, guys, uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of your favorite pod. Uh, You know, Veronica, I got to know, though, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm doing pretty well. I feel like my September was booked and busy. So this first like full week back into October, I've been trying to trying to take a chill, trying to catch up with some friends I haven't seen in a while. Like I saw my friend Amy uh, last night to do yoga and dinner. And uh, I got to see uh, my friend Clarissa over this past weekend because she came in town and we went to the Jonas Brothers concert together. Nice. Which was a lot of fun. Um, So uh, definitely, you know, this month trying to prioritize, uh, you know, myself as well as taking time for, you know, to reconnect with some people I haven't been as in tune with the, the past couple of months when I've just been all over the place so yeah that's what's up um, um, but what about you yeah uh you know just really enjoying this time of year i've i mean i've i've I, I, i've identified this time of year as being my favorite time of year um so i really just kind of take it in and and put you know all my energy into uh you know just trying to do the same like you know better myself uh over the weekend uh we we went out and had dinner with uh sam's cousins who uh one of them was performing in an improv show uh later that night oh, cool. which was really cool it was it was fun because it was like they played this card game the, the creator of the card game was there and stuff that they were selling the game it's kind of like a cards against humanity but you get to pick a movie and you have to like reboot it with like suggestions of characters and different things and where they are so it's like this fun game they pitch all the movies and then at the second half that like you get to see one of the movies so um it's it's a fun show i, I definitely recommend checking it out sometime uh the, the restaurant go. have you been to baxter's on the Bell? Line? I haven't, and I really want to go because they have like a tiki bar on the upstairs part. Yeah, I don't know is if that's part of the same restaurant or not, but it I is, haven't technically I haven't gone up there yet. But the restaurant downstairs, um, they uh, are are great. Like you know, I we went there like two weeks ago, just walked there for like a little date night, and then we brought her family there. It's like you know, a good restaurant on the belt line. It's kind of nice. So uh, check it out if you if you're around Atlanta. Yeah, I've been wanting to check it out. I hear it's pretty good. So yeah. um, happy to hear another good rack. Yeah, you know you got to check it out when you when it's especially when you see something's in your neighborhood and walkable and it hasn't been like blown right. out yet. Like everyone's going to Baxter's. Like it's not one of those places. I don't feel like. But um, yeah. Right. So anyways, um, well, why don't we just get into what we like to do around here? We got a lot to talk about. So. 
It's that time to talk about the Golden Bachelor in Paradise. Ooh, okay, you tried it. Yeah, we're doing something. It felt better. Um, anyways, YouTube, why don't you go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did, oh man, huge shout out to you. <laughs> Before we get talking about the Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, uh, we have to shout out our comment crew, and those are the people who leave comments on our videos. We're back with two new seasons of Bachelor Nation, and um, so people are returning. We got some new people in the comments, which I'm loving to see. Uh, loving to loving to see the familiar, uh, you know, I say faces, but you know what I mean. Anyways, the Nancy Drew crew, <laughs> although two of them are, weren't in the comments this week, uh, you know, we love to give them grace because who watches youtube all the time besides me uh anyways Catherine ann chelsea allen y'all get the the shout outs anyways but kathleen kent is in the building marion sp of course and um marty was returning we got beth wanger back what's up beth we got sunny days back oh yeah and uh wendy fraley and of course new to the comments we got peggy's yeah actually i'm just gonna give her a round of applause all right uh, yeah, you can leave a comment and get uh, and subscribe and also get a shout out on the next video. Just, you know, say what's up in the comments. Let us know your thoughts of this week of The Bachelor, uh, The Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Um, we do have a comment of the week because I had similar thoughts and I kind of want to dabble on that before we get like recapping the show. I'm sure this sentiment will be throughout this episode, at least coming from me. Um, but Sunny Days writes in her comment. I didn't get a notification on the off season, but glad you are back for these two shows. Uh, well, that's a great uh, little reminder for y'all to make sure to hit that like button and also hit the bell little so bell. you can get notified. Like it literally bell. reminds you, you can pick, I want to get notified the second we drop a video. Um, I know I like to get those, uh, you know, for the people I like. So we really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're doing this show also on the off season. So when the show's not on, we're talking about new things and stuff. So make sure you're catching us there um anyway she continues and says uh i have thoughts about the mature people and the difference it makes with no one trying to boost their followers and play on for paradise um yeah i mean what do you think v like uh, what, what have your like quick thoughts of like the golden bachelor been for you yeah i definitely feel like it is kind of funny to watch that back to back with paradise which is like the most lean into the ridiculousness of Bachelor Nation, where it feels like Golden Bachelor, which, I mean, there has been a boost in ratings um, be since the premiere of this show, um, where it definitely feels like it's bringing back the the love story aspect that I think is what people got people into Bachelor at the beginning. Um, and it really, truly is like, you know, these... These people, these women are on this show because many of them have, you know, either lost their husbands or have been through different marriages and divorces and they're just looking for love again. And like that is I think it's a very vulnerable place to be. And they don't have like any other agenda because most of them are either retired or, you know, are a, a grandma. Have pretty <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or secure in whatever career they still have that they're not trying to promote 
more of you know whatever right to make more money or to be an influencer it is funny because like you see some of them on instagram and stuff and they do like act like a typical like mom grandma whatever on instagram and it's just like they're not there to be they're not there to like be like pushing like a uh, yeah, a vitamin gummy. Yeah, they're not doing it yet because a lot of them don't have like I, I do I do predict some of them you'll start seeing becoming like more influencer stuff as the show goes on and they get like a little following and they get a little taste of that. But this is such a pure thing because it's the first one. Like, you know, we're getting right. to see we're getting to witness the Golden Bachelor, the creation of it. It'll be interesting to see if they continue this and like maybe we'll start seeing it kind of slip back into like what the original bachelor is. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? Um, but yeah, like, you, you think know, they would do like a golden paradise? Why not? Like, you know, that's, that's, that's that'd be kind of fun. That would be fun. I mean, it would have to be a couple seasons. Like, you know, they'd have to do a golden bachelorette and then do golden bachelor in paradise. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like, we're like actually manifesting it every week with this title. We keep we saying, are. uh, but yeah, so you know, it's very interesting to see something happen like, you know, with with uh, with Gary and then you got like back to back. You got like cat acting a fool for Hannah Brown. It's like, you know, it's just very two different sides of like uh, yeah. Bachelor Nation now, which I am enjoying to see the contrast. So um, thank Me you, too. Sunny Days, for the comment. Uh, but yeah, before we get talking about all this episode, just, you know, wanted to give a quick plug to the podcast. Um, if you're watching this, we have a full length podcast every week we come out with that includes this segment, but a lot more. So wherever you listen to podcasts, go check it out. We're on Spotify, Apple, but you know where to find a podcast. Future Bachelor, what up? Uh, v. <laughs> Where do you want to start? We'll start with the Golden Bachelor, obviously, but where do we start there? So where we start there is we see the ladies moving into the mansion, which I I can't believe they're actually this feels like a liability. They can't actually be making these 60 to 75 year old women stay in the Bachelor mansion because like. I've heard or read or listened to podcast things, whatever, of former, you know, contestants talking about how they call it like the trash mansion. They call it whatever. Like it definitely has like a pretty facade. Like they show them all walking around being like, look at these decorations. It's gorgeous. Blah, blah, blah. Which definitely is very like it makes sense that they think it's like gorgeous and whatever, because it's like just a lot. It's very kitschy. It's got a lot of shit all up in it. But, like, then they show them, like, the rooms. Like, there's, you know, only so much space. You know, they're all older women. They, they said First they're, like, of all, they never show. Ways. They never really show the rooms. That's what I realized. It's not, like, the challenge where they, yeah. like, show conversations happening in the bed and stuff. Like, you know, most of those conversations happen downstairs. Like, I think they, because right. they're old, that's why they showed the room. <laughs> like, they wanted to show how ridiculous it was, like, them sleeping in yeah. bunk beds bunk beds i know because then they're all like who's gonna get the top bunk i can't like i've had my knees replaced like i can't be going up and down these stairs like these uh ladder steps all the time i'm like yeah this can't like if they're actually staying there i'd be blown away but i was i thought it was knows? i thought it was funny because like one of them was like i want to sleep on the on the first bunk because it makes me cl that much closer to the bathroom like I, th I thought she was gonna say bachelor and like she goes to the bathroom and i was like that's actually so funny um so 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're getting used to the house. Uh, we get the uh, Jesse walking in. The ladies obviously are excited to see Jesse. Um, and he drops like a card on the table. And one of the ladies is like, what's that? And he's just like, I don't know if he's like brushing her off. Like he has stuff to say, like he's ready to go. And like somebody's like, what's that? What's that? Like he's going to explain it. And he's like, it's it's a date card and she's like what's that like you know i thought it was super uh like you know it was just i'm just i find it funny because then you know they're all like do are you gonna read it and they're and he's like no one of you guys will but i'm like how are they not like are they just like trying to set this up so that you have to like these ladies are looking like ridiculous and out of touch just because they can yeah because i mean they definitely have like producers who will like tell whoever to to like you're gonna read the card, you're gonna do whatever. People just do it, but like you, they, it has to be. Come on, like I don't know. Part of me wonders if they really like if they're kind of like you know setting the stage so like it really amps up the ridiculousness because some of these ladies have watched the show so they get it totally but, i mean but some people don't and they'll probably be the ones that speak up because like what could it be? it could be anything it's like the first person to touch the thing like you know gets the date or something so right um but yeah so anyways like we get the first date card and it turns out to be Teresa and uh mm -hmm. you know from the first episode to the second episode like for for the first episode like I mean, I don't have like uh like older adult eyes, so I can't really like be like this is the one. Like I'm only th like, it, it, I, but in this episode, like when she stood up, I was like, oh, Teresa could be the one. Like you know, she could be like I, I was starting to get the vibe. Like she'd actually be a perfect uh, fit for good fit for him. Yeah, and uh, so you know, I, it, it started off, and they like you know Gary comes and he you know picks them up. I love how they're dressing him kind of like a like a young guy, like the white shoes and the blazer, and you know, and cute, all, yeah, so cute. And uh, yeah, it's they they get you know of course picking him up and picking her up in an old car, and then they're traveling on the California freeway, and like the headlines aren't working, and. You know, Gary's like, I live in, you know, pretty much bumfuck nowhere, Indiana. Like, I'm not used to this. Like these I hear that these freeways are notoriously like whatever. And like are and the wind's whipping through Teresa's hair that she had, you know, meticulously done by Susan. Like, it's just it's it's kind of it's hilarious because I'm like, wow, they really are just like tossing uh, these these folks like straight into the fire. Like, yeah, like his lights are not days. working. Like his production not like concerned that they're about to kill. I know. I'm like, like the I trucks flying by and like stuff. The wind blowing in their hair, and it's just like I I really felt for um for them. You know, uh, like Gary looked very stressed. Like she looked very stressed. And the moment she puts her hand on his shoulder, that's when I was like, oh. this show. Like you know, did oh. you feel that way too? I did. I was like, it was just so sweet because you could just feel Gary melt under her like, and he's like, thank you. I needed that. Like, because you could tell he was like feeling like nervous. He like really want to impress her. Yeah, it's he the wanted first to make date, sure she the first date of the show. Yeah. Like, you know, and he just genuinely was like, thank you for that. And I was just like, yes, this is so nice. You know, it's so nice. It's just so sweet. It's just, it just truly is so sweet. And then they, they roll up to like, you know, an old school diner very typical they're like you know he's like i used to work at it like diner i used to this is like where i took tony on my first date blah blah whatever that kind of vibe and 
you know, they realize that they have a lot in common. They both were married to their high school sweethearts. Uh, they're, both of their partners died pretty suddenly, like got sick and died pretty soon after getting sick. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they're just like really vibing, which, you know, it's it's great to see. She got like that little bit of extra time on that first night with her, it being her 70th birthday and everything and they're they're vibing and then the the, the diner uh breaks out into a don't stop believing flash mob which yeah that was the only part that, that i mean i know they're setting it up for that type of ending and stuff but like you know gary had to like get a little disingenuous in that point he's like you just don't stop believing you just don't stop believing and they the i know he's like and that's the cue yeah <laughs> do, 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 do. and um yeah, they just start doing it. So everybody that's been in there the whole time has been dressed like they're in Greece and start hopping on tables and stuff. And uh, I mean, they loved it. They're sharing a milkshake together. It's just like just cute to watch two old people like going on a date. It's make out. Yeah. <laughs> they're making out. Yeah, go for it. I mean, they look great together. I could see them for real together um so that was nice uh anyways so you know the the, i didn't really enjoy this group date that came next the group date felt like i mean i hate when this group date happens like the kind of either like let's do a romance novel shoot let's do a like bridal shoot or like whatever they always do this with franco and i've never seen a good photo taken by franco in these years of watching this show like they always show like the shittiest photos that he's taking (laughs) um and they're probably not his actual photos that's the crazy part like i don't know (laughs) like it feels like production is taking a screenshot of like what they're filming um i i yeah who knows but um they do like a romance novel cover shoot and they have to pick they have to go and pick from the racks um you know what they what theme they want they've got like you know like 60s child like summer of love they've got brides they have you know like princessy stuff they have like you know island stuff they have uh what else they have plenty of different like themes um and you know people People are getting a little pissy because Leslie really wanted the summer of love hippie vibe, but Natasha grabbed it before her, so she's like, "I guess I'm stuck being like the rocker chick." But I'll yeah, make I didn't it get work. all that. Like, what? Like, why? Why was she so mad at her for picking something that like everyone could pick from? And and it just it made me even more mad that like she actually looked good in her outfit. Like, I, I was just I'm like. like I thought the leather suited her way better. Yeah. I was like, you you weren't going to look good. like you look kind of more like a rocker chick. Like that is definitely your vibe. But yeah. So, so I don't know. I don't I'm know. Little, it, was a little, it was a little red flag for me. It was just like, what are you complaining about here? Like I was wondering when like people were going to start like kind of worrying about the dumb stuff, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, how are you going to let that affect your day and this chance to like meet this guy? Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. Um, I guess I would maybe feel like that if I was stuck with wearing like something stupid, but like it wasn't like it was a good outfit. So, um, anyways, so yeah, that happens. Um, and you know, I think, uh, who was it that was upset about wearing their wedding dress? Nancy. So Nancy's one of the people in the wedding dresses for that shoot. And she is like overcome with emotion. She's like, you know, I don't know why this is just hitting me that like. 
obviously the last time I wore a wedding dress was like when I was getting married to, you know, my late husband and how, you know, he, he, she definitely tries to power through the shoe and Gary notices like something's off, like what's going on and, uh, takes her aside and talks to her and was like, Hey, like you kind of like, were giving me weird energy. Like what's happening? Like where, where's the disconnect? And she goes into, you know, that whole bit of how she's upset. And like, she's like, I really didn't think I'd be that emotional because like, you know, you're such a great guy, but it is like, and I'm so excited to be, you know, spending time with you and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, like I totally get it. And they, you know, they connect over and the loss of a spouse, which I feel like this is becoming the theme, which I get. That's kind of, it's hard for it not to be a theme with this show, especially since that is like kind of his sob story. Like every, every lead always has a sob story when it comes to like, you know, I got my heart broken by the lead of last season or whatever. So like for him, it's like, you know, I didn't know if I was going to find love again. And I, I didn't expect to have to even be looking for it, but this is like what, you know, this is what Tony wanted for me. Tony wanted me to be happy and like, this is what I'm doing. And that's like something like, you know, Nancy also related to, she's like, he did tell me like, you know, that I should go and find, you know, love yeah, and happiness. It's, but just to kind of go back because, um, Teresa said something that kind of caught me like a little bit. She was like, you know, my husband, uh, he said like, he wants me to move on like before he passed or something. Right. And then she was like, right. if, if he was here, he'd want me to go out on a date. And I was like, actually, I don't think that statements, if he was here, you'd still be married to him. And yeah. If he was here, <laughs> this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, I, be just, I, I mean, I know it's just like misspoken or whatever, but it was just funny like that they've chose to put that in there because I was just like, no, because if he was here, you'd still be married to him and you wouldn't be on this show. So, um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so that gets worked out. That was nice because it, it that and that was another moment, you know, with the wedding dress that you know, if this happened on the regular bachelor show, it wouldn't be because like someone died probably. It would be because maybe they got a divorce or like, you know, it didn't work out yeah. or something. You know, this like really felt like for real. Like I I could picture somebody in that situation that's been married for so long and they you know, they really love that day. And now you're wearing a wedding dress and it's just bringing back all these memories. You're like, where am I? So that was another moment where I was like, right. this show is just so different, you know? Um, right. Anyways, what's what's next? Well, as part of that group date, Leslie also gets her time with uh, F with Gary because she's like, I'm going to set myself apart even if I didn't get to wear my hippie shit that I wanted to wear. And, you know, she shows him how she also has hearing aids like he has hearing aids and is all like you know if you whisper sweet nothings into my ear i'll be able to hear him and he's all like ooh la la <laughs> and then he does whisper something into her ear and she doesn't tell the producers what he whispered these dirty dogs <laughs> but, oh man i love it i love it when they do stuff like that where we'll never know and it doesn't matter uh you know in bachelor in paradise they kind of did like a thing like that with jess where she's swearing and it's like she could yeah. have said anything, like a whole sentence that had nothing to do with anything, but they just go, Bee! so yeah. it has all this wonder of like what this long ass swear word would be, but um, just producer tricks. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so I mean, they do that. and Nancy and gets the group date rose for, mm. for that group date, which 
you know, Leslie is a little pissed about because I think she really thought she had it in the bag after the little sweet nothing whispering bit. But Leslie was the one that was like dessert. Leslie was the one that was complaining about the costumes, right? Yep. I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 I want to say it's like karma, but I could see that there's like sometimes real energy when I watch these shows. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, like you'll you'll see people like giving this weird energy off, like, you know, when they're not with the lead or whatever. And then when they get to the lead, they're like all nice and everything's happy and stuff. And it's just like, I think real energy kind of like can translate to moment to moment. And, uh, and I just think Nancy came out more genuine probably to, um, and, and he probably just, she was vulnerable for her experience. And I think that gives, you know, Gary a chance to get vulnerable too. And that was just a sweet thing for him to do. So for, for, um, Nancy to get upset, you know, she just not having a good day, but anyways, um, what happens next? So instead of having a typical cocktail party, they throw Gary a surprise birthday party because he's rolling up to the mansion. He's all like, it's my birthday. Like, I'm excited to spend some time with the ladies. But then, you know, I have to end my birthday with a rose ceremony, which is not my fave. But, you know, like, I'm just going to focus on the positives. And he rolls up and he like he walks in and they're, they're not anywhere to be found. And then he walks out to the back and they do a little surprise. Um and then they all, you know, they, they're now they're getting into it. They're all like they're ready to start taking him for their own, you know, bits of time. Like Susan was the one who pops out of the cake and she takes him from the jump to, to talk to him and tells him, tries to win him over through his stomach being all like, I've been up since whatever. I've been making the chicken piccata. I've been making the meatballs. I've been making. I was like, Susan, my girl, I see you, girl. Like and he's all like, oh, shit, I love some food, too. <laughs> Um, and they, they're, they're that's all like, funny because like, I'll, I'll ask, I'll ask my girlfriend, like, you know, what do you think? Like, she's like, it's the food. Like you stay around because I cook food. I'm like, no, that's not why, but it's definitely a, a great part of it. Like, <laughs> it's definitely a perk. <laughs> it's definitely a perk. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. She's great. Anyways. Um, wait, I can't believe they had her like actually cooking up the meatballs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to cater this for these ladies. Like they have them cooking and stuff all night. Oh, no. I mean, they do have them. I mean, think about Shrimpgate from a couple of seasons back. Like sure. they do. They are cooking in there. That's amazing. So, um, yeah. So that's um, great. We get some birthday love. Um, what? Uh, anything else coming out of that? I feel like the main thing is like it, it was interesting to see Gary gave Ellen her like uh, romance cover, cover shot during the birthday party and Ellen gets really emotional about how like she's never felt this special um, or be made to feel this special um, in a long time. And so I definitely feel like she's going to be a dark horse. She's going to be someone who kind of is up there for him because he definitely did, you know, get her get her her cover shot there during this whole situation where everybody else you know pretty much is like let's play like we have a little golf thing set up let's do this like joan had him talking in the top bunk with her which i was like damn you guys both crawled up there all right but it's just hard um, for me to do uh yeah yeah i mean again i I think it's just gonna be the genuine moments like where he can be like god i can just be myself like you know 
to even get this far, he's probably had to do so many like camera things and on like interviews and stuff. And he's just like ready to just be authentic with someone. So, um, that's great. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to let you lead this until the end of the show because I was a little distracted at this point. Cause my girlfriend had just came back from a work trip and you know, I'm not going to be like, yeah, 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 shut up. The bachelor's on, you know, I got to be talking to her and stuff. So this was on in the background and I was trying to get this, like, you know, a couple notes. I was like, well, at least I get the pod with Veronica tomorrow and, and catch up on the rest of the show. So, um, right. do your thing. So, yeah, so rose ceremony happens, you know, he hates these rose ceremonies. It's definitely hard. I feel like it's really hard on someone in this situation who's older and who like this is definitely it's a weird dating situation in general. And then especially for your like first foray back into like dating, really, it's it's strange, um, especially because, you know, he's like really making connections. Like these are people he's like, I feel like you guys are all my friends already. Like, I feel like I've really gotten to know you all. Um, so it's always hard. And so he rolls out the roses, Natasha, Jeannie and some other blonde lady that I truly do not remember. Um, I'll go home and uh you you could tell he's like teary he's he's having a hard time like jesse like you know kind of gives him a pat on the back jesse like checks in with him and he he's all like it's just tough like you know this is uh i he's just like he's a sensitive guy he's just in touch with his emotions he's you know i feel like the idea of having to you know let these women down is is hard but they all take it with such grace that i feel like you know even though they're talking during the thing kind of similar to enter any other um, contestant would be being all like, if I don't get a rose, I, I, I hope I get a rose. I better get a rose, like blah, blah, blah. They still like, I feel like they all take it with such grace because they're like, you know, I, I took myself out of my comfort zone. I did this as well. And they're like, you know, I, I was worried that for some of them, they would be all like, well, this is it for me. But uh, Jeannie, when she walks out and is doing like her little exit interview, she's like, you know, this just proves to me that there really are good guys out there. And like there is hope like that I can make a connection. Um, so that was like nice to see. And yeah. then there was an extra scene that wasn't really in the show. But Marina, who was on last week, she um, went home because she had some family matters. She's a single mom. And, you know, her kids are, I think you know, in their twenties, thirties, whatever. And she had some stuff to deal with, but, um, so that was interesting to see. And then it was funny because the after credit scene was Natasha, who was one of the people who went home being all like, Hey, you've got 60 to 70 plus year olds, like in here, let's do the rose ceremony on chairs because we can't be standing up for all this shit. And, and that was another kind of point where I was like, this show is just superior. Like, you know, it, it was like, this is my, maybe that my favorite post credit scene. <laughs> It was hilarious. Yeah. It was so smart. It was so funny. And it was like, you're right. Like, why are they, they're making they're making everybody just stand up for like however long to film this? Like, come on. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, uh so yeah, I mean, I think that theme of like, you know, vulnerability, um, especially with men, is a theme this week with both shows. Um, I'm excited to uh, you know, pivot to the next one. Any last thoughts about the Golden Bachelor going into next week? Um, I feel like emotions are starting to get tested, I feel like, in the next week or so. I feel like people are starting to really make these connections that I don't I don't think they were really 
prepared to make. I think they're very, I think all of them are really uh, caught off guard that they are connecting so quickly and like actually feeling real feelings. Um, so I think it's just been, it's going to continue to get interesting and potentially dicey. Yeah. Keep, it's it's keep. like the previews make the show look like the, the mainstay show, like, it, like him crying and being like, I can't do this. Like it, it just, it's kind of looks like a preview of like an actual bachelor season. Yeah. So, um, I am interested to see the drama that starts, uh, coming out of it, uh, weeks to come. So, uh, so let's switch gears over to, uh, bachelor in paradise and over to the beach where we have uh, a lot of our favorite people, you know, Finding love there on the sand. And uh, we get our first look at the opening sequence of Bachelor in Paradise, which is obviously one of the best parts of the show. Um, right. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> Sam was sitting here watching me last night, like, watch. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is the first time we're watching the intro to Bachelor in Paradise, the and new season. Paradise. And she's watching me, like, react to it and stuff. And I was like, we should do this. F like, we'll have to, like, do this for the next season of Bachelor, if we can remember. But we should do a reaction video to watching those because that was a wild ride like you know i was i was like oh and you know talking about who's like looking good and who's like corny and whatever and then we get to jesse and jesse takes a bite out of this burrito and it he was throws it at wills and then he tosses it and wells catches it and takes a bite out of it i was like what is going on like my natural reaction to it was so weird was wild and uh i just thought like it would have been nice to capture that genuine moment on camera i should have done it like <laughs> I, i'm sitting here kicking myself but we should, let's remember to do that next time because uh yeah because i i i did on our tipsy talks on our instagram i did like i was like oh shit it's the first thing but i didn't get that part because it just lasted too long until that part but um i was honestly the majority of the like people's like openings were boring. To yeah, me. yeah. A lot of them were lame. Yeah, I mean, especially like people like like Kylie or something like that. People are just like uh, not willing to get silly for it. Like they're that's the best part. The I know. best part I is know. you got to lean in. You got to lead into the ridiculousness. But yeah, like Jesse like ate half that burrito or something like that in one bite. I was like, this is. Hey yo, dude. But anyways, hey yo, bite it off. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was funny. But where do we start with Bachelor in Paradise night two? Well, we you know we kind of left off last week with Olivia being pissed, and we we kind of roll back into this week with Olivia being pissed because pretty much you know Will came to her being like, "Hey, I'm focusing only on Kylie. See you later." And uh, she was all like, really? You're really going to do that to me? And then, um, you know, she's all like, you know, he's only here. Like, she's only going to use him as a placeholder until Avon comes down. Avon's on my list, too. Like, we'll see who gets the date with Avon. And then, of course, Avon comes down and he's looking fine as hell. And Kylie's like losing it. Olivia's losing it. The other girls are like, shit, he's hot. But he only really, it looks like he only talks to uh, Kylie and Olivia. I don't know if he talks to more women than them because, you know, he comes down with the date card. Um, and 
Olivia, like Kylie definitely is like trying to put on the charm, trying to be all like, how can I get this out of the Instagram friend zone of like just liking each other's photos and sending some fire emojis and things like that. Meanwhile, Olivia tries to maybe sabotage by, you know, she's trying to be cute or whatever as well. But then she's also like giving him the lowdown that she's like, yeah, I mean, I think the only real connection so far is uh, Kylie and Will. I like and he's that. Like, Interesting. I like that. <laughs> um, you know, because Kylie's sweet and necessarily hasn't done anything wrong, but I would say where she had a misstep was leaning into Will so much knowing that Avon was going to come. It's almost like you were just trying to get a rose, like secure a rose. Um, right. And it just doesn't look good. It just doesn't look good. You know, I, I, I feel like, you, you know, someone like a Serena Pitt, you know, when she was on the beach, mm. she was like, everyone really liked her and she was just really like humble about it. I feel like, you know, um, and right. and I think, uh, you know, Ky- Kylie wasn't as humble as she could be. Uh, I think there was a way of going about like still pursuing Will a little bit, but not like like being self-aware enough to know if Avon came down that you're going to have to break this off. Like it's it just looks right rough especially after she's like he has to go and talk to you know olivia and be like i'm all in about you know kylie uh i just feel like there's a bad taste and and she just the way she's talking about social media and all that stuff you're just like she's just one of those girls here that's looking for followers and you know enjoys that uh influencer yeah. I, mean, I like kylie <laughs> but i do think she made a misstep with just with all this i also just think like her and Olivia are both immature in their own ways. Like, I think it's, I mean, these are like a 24 and a 25 year old. And like, yeah, for her, like, she is like really going off of the fact that she's like, he liked my stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. This is whatever. And like, Olivia's all like, I'm pissed. I'm going to try to get back at somebody. Like, I think they're just both like, they're both trying to, you know, they both are out to get each other because they can. And, yeah. uh, but Unfortunately, Olivia uh, loses this round because Kylie does get asked to go on the date. I love how you say this Ava. round because those two literally look like they got round for rounds coming. Like almost so they much do. so, I thought I thought I saw a preview. I really thought Olivia was going to go on that date. Like I don't know, um, but I think they I really do- I didn't know. Yeah, I kind of did not know who he was going to pick for this date. I had no idea. You know what's cool? Oh my gosh. Um, because I thought I saw like a clip of Avon and Olivia kissing at some point. So yeah, who knows? Um, who knows? But with that being said, I think it, an interesting twist to Bachelor in Paradise would be if the producers set updates for people outside of like the ones that they're actually doing, you know? So right. if like a day card came in and it's like, Olivia, Avon, you, you choose to go on this date you can go like you know i th- i think it'd be interesting if the date card wasn't in the power of like the date or like once in a while oh, they whoever's holding a forced it. Yeah. date. so um i think that'd be a cool twist but anyways uh yeah so kylie and uh you know even asked kylie to go on a date it just sends will on this very uh and rightfully so it's really rough to watch on camera because it's sad boy spiral yes he was he was yes yeah, very sad boy spiral like 
uh, they they uh, compared him to a deflated balloon, and uh, he Getting rough. Yeah, I mean, you could see Mopey it. Dick is another one. <laughs> he, his his face was drained of color. He was just so sad. You know, uh, Will actually reminds me of Keegan Michael Key. Does anybody else? Yeah, he's got like the same kind of face shape. Yeah, totally like every that. time I see him, I feel like it's like Keegan Michael Key playing a character on Key and Peele. But um, but yeah, uh, he uh, he just said like you know I think he's a genuine person. Him, I, I think his moves of going from Olivia to Kylie were a, a little more genuine to me. So I, I feel bad for him. Like you know, right. uh, it, it's it's it, we're watching someone get rejected by someone that they were falling for. So, and in his own words, he said that. And uh, yeah, I mean, and he was putting all his cards, like he was putting all of his eggs in, in Kylie's basket. Seemingly. I don't think Kylie ever asked him to do that, but he did. He was like all in on her and she's like, bet say less. Okay, cool. Like, but you know, she, she did want Avon. Avon was her number one boy. And uh, she goes on this boat date with him. They are both hot. They both are failing at opening a bottle of champagne. They're making out. Oh, left that was and right. rough to watch. That was rough to watch. Like they really. Leaned. I was like, oh my god, Avon, <laughs> get it together. They really leaned into it. Like it's just funny too because it looked like a movie, like where someone's just like. Oh, like American Pie or something where you got the hot girl finally and like you just yeah, uh, yeah just wait a second uh, uh, boom you like elbow her in the face like while you're like trying to get the champagne I was so worried it was gonna hit him especially when they brought out the corkscrew I'm like this is gonna hit him straight in the eye like this yeah, is gonna he, just he had like, no idea how to use the corkscrew he had no idea like how, it's not that hard first of all why are we using a corkscrew for a champagne bottle? Like, that was crazy. Um, well, because it broke off. He broke off the top of it. I know, because, like, he was trying to twist. Sorry, he was trying to twist it off. And um, you don't do that. You you just no. edge it out. Like, you know, it might take a little bit of time. Yeah. But you got to, you know, just thumb it out, spin it, thumb it out. And, um, you know, Kylie really didn't care. But I thought it was going to be like, oh, like, kind of like, Gary and and uh, homegirl in the car on the highway. I'm just watching this like <laughs> happen right here. Um, like, ah. But they start making out on the yacht, and it's it, paradise is doing what paradise do, and yeah, you know. So while we're back at the beach, what's going on there? Well, there's like a semi love triangle being found out on the beach. So Aaron B had kissed Mercedes and had a conversation the night prior, like they were connecting. And then she's pissed because he's pretty much not acknowledged her for all of this new day and has only been spending time with Eliza. And of course, like Eliza's like really feeling good connecting with him, whatever. And she even tells him how, you know, her last time in paradise was really hard because she had the whole, you know, love triangle with Rodney and Justin and she couldn't make the choice. And, you know, she went home and um, and all that, which was rough to watch last season. But uh, and so, of course, like the girls are all like freaking out because they like Eliza's all like, wait, like what's going on? He ends up telling her that Aaron B tells her like just offhandedly as they're hanging out in the pool. Like, yeah, I kissed Mercedes last night. 
And she's like, thanks for being honest. And then she's like, okay. And then so she takes a beat and she talks to the girlies. And she's like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm kind of freaking out. Like, I feel bad. Like, I didn't know. Like, I probably would have been acting way differently if I had known. And then, of course, like, then they're talking with Mercedes. Mercedes is like, oh, shit, am I in the middle of something? And honestly, the girls got each other's back. Like, they're like, you know, none of this is our fault. It's Aaron's fault for not communicating better. Um, So, you know. We're gonna just try to figure it out, and I'm gonna shoot. Eliza, I'm gonna shoot Aaron some bail here. Not saying that he made the right moves, but like it's one day in, like you know. And right. also, he told her before anybody else had to tell her. Like maybe right. it didn't. It wasn't the right thing, but you know, it, it's paradise. You're gonna make out with people. We're all adults here. Do I have to tell you I made out with someone last night? Like i did and she said it herself like you didn't have to tell me that you know so does she really mean that like he didn't have to tell her that because i feel like if he didn't it would have been way worse if she found out through someone else and i'm gonna say like just because you just did it last season doesn't that means that it's possible someone could do it to you so you know you come into this beach and acting like it's such a big deal that like all this stuff like i just felt like she was overreacting a little bit it's like this kind of comes with the territory you should be a vet in this by this point um right. and uh you know it is what it is like don't you can't have your cake and eat it too you did that last season yeah you learned from it and stuff but that doesn't mean other people are not going to enjoy their first experience on paradise so um right no and i i just think i think eliza and then she does kind of admit later on about how she's like you know because I do like you so much, like this is, you know, why this freaked me out because I am already liking you and I just didn't want to get caught up in the same situation. And like, I wanted to make sure like everything was kosher with everybody involved because like, I I think she also like didn't want like to do anything. I think especially just with like the whole Kylie Olivia bullshit that's happening. I think Eliza's like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to have an enemy. Like, I'm just not. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, then, yeah, what happens? Then we have Hannah Brown comes down and uh, everybody's freaking out. The dudes are like, first, most of the dudes don't even know who Hannah Brown is. Um, then when the ones who do know who she is, they're like, oh, my God. And then when they realize and they're like, oh, my God, she's such babe. Is she here to date? And the girls are freaking out because they're like, she is like, you know, bachelorette royalty. And for many of them, because a lot of them are younger, um, you know, Hannah Brown was one of their first entries into watching the show. And so they're all freaking out. They're like, is she here to date? Is she here to date? Is she here to date? And she grabs like a couple of dudes like. Do, like in twos, she grabs Will and Blake first. She ca- grabs Brayden, Aaron S, and then she grabs like whatever. And she's talking to all these dudes, trying to get us, you know, sussing out like where they're at with their connections. And you could tell like they're all being very careful because they don't know if she's there for them or not. And they're all like, uh, yeah, I think she, I I thought it was a good idea. Like, you know, first of all, let's talk about her entrance. Um, that was hilarious. Like I had to watch it twice because it was just so funny to see her and Jesse talking. Like obviously Jesse's being forced to ask her questions. He probably wouldn't want to. And she's being forced to like, have to like respond, you know? And it's just like, you know, he's like, 
So last time we saw you, honestly, it's probably the most embarrassing stuff she wants to never talk about. But like, it's like yeah. you were almost engaged. You were engaged to Jed, Jed or whatever his name was, Jed. Jed, yeah. Um, you were you were engaged to Jed, so she just probably doesn't even want that mentioned at all. And then she's like, gross. Uh, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> he's like, and also Tyler Cameron. So she's like, wow, Jesse, I don't think we have enough time for that. And then Jesse's like. Time doesn't exist here in paradise, so let's get to talking. She's like, well, I'm just not going to answer your question. And it was just funny. I just thought it was funny. They're like literally laughing. They probably had to take a couple takes of it because like Jesse couldn't not laugh while asking her stuff. It was funny. Yeah. So uh, and then I also think it's funny when the new people come in, especially like a Hannah Brown who probably has like her makeup people like, you know, I was I don't know about her dress, though. That was an interesting choice. Uh, the dress like felt very like 13 going on 30. Right. Um, but anyway, she's she is beautiful. She is uh, like someone that it does electrify the screen like you're just like, what is she going to say next, you know? And I think when she was pulling the guys away, um, first of all, two things. I, I don't think I really liked the way Kat was reacting, like fangirling over her. But at the same time, she did say some pretty funny stuff in those moments. Like when when uh, when uh, Hannah took Brayden, she's all like, no, like, how, like, you know, what am I going to do? But then she's like, I will serve him up to you. Like that, that was just yeah. funny to me. She's like, okay, take it. Like, um, I thought that was pretty like funny. Like if anyone's to steal him from me, it would be, it, it be can't an be honor. Hannah Brown. It'd be an honor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that was funny. And then you got people like Jess, who's like beautiful, like, you know, voluptuous or whatever she's like standing there in a bikini being like i can't compete with hannah brown it's like uh okay but uh you know i think i think she was telling the guys to go back to the girls and be like she's here to date because why were they coming back and being so confident about being her i here? think they were just saying that because of based on the question she was asking like i don't really even think she no said I, I think i them. think they didn't show it but i think she was like can you go back there and tell them that i'm here to date so it just like freaks everybody out and and they're like so oh, it's like baby. you know when you have those inside jokes with people and you're just like go tell them that i'm here to date because they kept coming back and being like she's here today she's here today you know like well because the people would ask him and they're like yeah i guess like they would just be like i guess like whatever to me it felt like they didn't know they didn't, so, they didn't they didn't know until after they came back like when they when they get there like people like Blake you could see Blake being like uh like is there a potential here that I could date Hannah Brown like another bachelorette you know they even said yeah. that on his lower oh, well. third they even said that on his lower third like only dates former bachelorettes and I thought Literally. that was hilarious so um anyway so yeah she ends up coming back and telling them like she's happily engaged and uh you know she's not here to date but she will be stirring the pot uh so i thought it was interesting uh, i like that i like that inclusion of somebody to come down and is you know gonna be on the beach not necessarily there to date but to you know and not like there to just like facilitate a date like she is like She's doing a different activity. So I liked that because I was like, is she giving out a date? Yeah, and she instead, has no stakes like she, in the game. She's not like like attached to anybody. She's just like there to just kind of stir up the pot. Like, you know? Right. And so she, um, you know, gives invites him to go to this bonfire where they're going to, you know, get deep, barrel at this bonfire about, you know, what's going on. Because she's like, you know what? I'm trying to figure out 
trying to figure out. She's like, from talking to these guys, I feel like some of these connections are not, uh, they're not on the same page. Uh-huh. Um, and so she goes to the bonfire. They all, they're all nervous. They're all on edge. And uh, she starts asking questions. She starts getting to the meat of like, you know, who was on whose list? Who like, are other people waiting for other people to come down? Are people all in on whoever they're with? Uh, you know, who would people send home if they could? And, you know, Jess is, Jess learns that she's on Sean's list, but she still, she's like, I'm pretty tight with Blake. So like, I'm not super. God, Sean is you know. so cringy, man. Like, it's like, why, why do you even he have is to- so cringy? I'm like, I don't want Rachel to be dating his ass. Like, I'm like, get out of here. I don't like, know though. They, they seem like they are a good couple. Like I don't know. To me, I'm not the like biggest fan of Rachel, so it's like almost like you guys kind of seem good together. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So we're getting we're getting some some tea here, and that's what Hannah came to do. We're, get some tea. We're we're getting some tea. Aaron B pretty much says that he's all in on Eliza, and Mercedes is like, cool. Could have would have loved to like hear this a different way, but I guess that's fine. Um, Oh, and then, of course, they kind of amp up the whole Olivia Kylie thing. And so she asked, like, Olivia, if she could send someone home, who would it be? And she's like, Kylie. And so, like, they're just, like, at at each other's throats. Like, they don't like each other. Like, they definitely um, are not there. They don't want to they don't want to fuck with each other. They don't want to do anything. And like, I mean, Kylie and Avon had just come back from their amazing date of like yeah you know. i don't i don't see i didn't like the way she handled that either it's like you're on the show you give us what you got like you know she's all like ah, but then i don't want to talk about me let's like you know whatever like she's like one of those people that knows what she's doing but doesn't want to talk about the bad stuff like she only wants to like have this everything's perfect everything's fine don't look at me over here I was, although i'm like causing chaos um yeah you know so i'm gonna have to lean towards olivia a little bit on this like i don't know like i I, i'm a fan of kylie as far as like i think she's beautiful i just think i honestly i'm not gonna even pick a side between them because i both think they're both super immature like i just don't like i think i i think avon's super cute so like i i'm unhappy with whoever he ends up with but i just think kylie and olivia are both super immature and it's just like I don't think either of them are making either of themselves look good. Like I, I also just, didn't like. I mean, that Olivia we- was right about what Kylie was doing. But I just think they both like look petty. Yeah. I, I also wish I kind of saw a little bit more of Avon and Rachel, like uh, like some type of conversation. It's just really weird right. to like be so invested in a season and then see them just like not even like talk to each other or something like let's see a little bit of right. that continuity. Um, you know, what's the conversation like, you know, it's all good. Like, I mean, I'm sure they've talked before, but like, I want to see it. Um, Me too. They just acted like they they don't like interact so anyways uh anything else come out of that bonfire well um not a ton because but then afterwards is when you know kylie goes to talk with uh goes to talk with will and it tells him how you know he's amazing he's everything she could want but she really wants to focus on Avon and she had to like, you know, open up her heart to do like, cause they talked before they went on the date and she's like, you know, 
I want to I want to make sure I'm making the right decision. Like, and if I come back, then that's how our journey. If I come back and want to continue with you, then this is just a bump in our journey. But if I don't, like, you know, we'll figure that out. And I mean, we knew she was going to come back, like, and be all like, hey. And so she like lets him down. And she thinks she like, you know, she's like, yeah, he took it really well. And homeboy is like not having a good time. Like he he definitely was way more into her than she was into him. And, um, you know, he just put up a brave face there for the moments when she broke up with him. And then, you know, went on about moping. Yeah. In his way. I mean, it was it was interesting but we get to i think like afterwards to the first cocktail party is that yeah, what comes cocktail next party yeah um so essentially uh I, I think I think this was going to be a make or break for a lot of people like I, I, four mm-hmm. women were going to go home, they said. So, um, you know, and, and there were great women there still like that was that was the crazy part. You know, I, I feel I, I feel bad for Greer because I feel like if I was there, I would have like been interested in Greer. Uh, she didn't really get like uh, I feel like she barely got any screen time. She barely got any like time <laughs> with anybody. And I was disappointed, honestly. Right. Um, you know, but so the most interesting thing that comes out of this is, uh, um, is Will and Mercedes. Yeah. Mercedes and Will Mercedes said that she had been feeling Will from the beginning, but wasn't going to get all tied up in all of that, especially because she's super close with Kylie, like Mm -hmm. her and Kylie are besties. And then, you know, she's like, well, I need a rose. I got pretty much you know, unceremoniously dumped by Aaron B. So, and she's like, and I've been feeling well and I really do like him. I think he's a really good guy. Like, let's vibe it out. And like, she goes and talks to him and like, you think she talked to Kylie first? Cause her and Kylie have been friends, right? Huh? You think she talks to Kylie first? Cause her and Kylie have been friends. I'm guessing, I'm guessing because then even while they, cause like her and Will are hanging out talking and then end up like, you know, connecting and kissing and Kylie's like about to do her little confessional and like she's peering over and she's like, oh, they're kissing. Oh, my God. And like, so I, I'm guessing like they talked because I feel like that is, you know, you know, let oh, me man. support I my love girl. It. I love it. Because, I, I love it because like I, I know it, like something's coming for Kylie. Like it just they're building they're building Kylie up to get like knocked down. And I, I just I just it's just very interesting because just kind of like in the Gary episode where like, uh, what was her name? The first date? Teresa. Teresa. Uh, she puts her hand on Gary's shoulder. That's kind of essentially what Mercedes does for Will. And the right. way Will genuinely like was just shocked by it. Like he was just so in his world about being sad that he just was not noticing anything else around. And Mercedes, you know, re- like uh, was there for him. And he was just... Oh, he needed it so much. Like the confessional when he was talking about it, like he genuinely broke down and cried. Like I was just like, damn, man, like this is crazy. Like this guy, he seems like a good guy. I don't know to me. He does. I feel like he seems like a nice, genuine guy. He's emotional and vulnerable. And like Mercedes is like, I love this. Like you have your heart on your sleeve. Like this is what I like. Like she's like definitely there for him. And, um, you know, wants him to feel 
like special and chosen. He's like, I really needed this. Like, I feel, I feel like, you know, I really just was feel begging chosen. to be chosen. And yeah. Like, yeah. So I think, so. I think uh, if, if hopefully he doesn't mess up, I think that could be like a great beginning to a, you know, a nice, wonderful love story. So, um, but I don't know. That's the type of stuff that they'd be trying to test. Like somebody else that he picked comes down and like is interested in him and, uh, you know, it all goes sour, but that's kind of like, I hope he has a good arc on this season because I do like Will. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm, I'm happy for him. He, he's, he's. He just needed a hug. That's kind of all that really happened there. And they yeah. have a nice little makeout session as well. But um, yeah, so now we get to the rose ceremony. But, but oh, before we get to the rose ceremony, we got this pilot Peter, this guy. Yeah, the uh, new, the pilot Peter 2.0, yeah. new one, who, you know, had gotten, they did the whole after the final rose during the I didn't know there was another they, pilot Pete that can make me like pilot Pete the original one more you know what i'm saying like yeah for real because i know like maybe we gotta stop with these pilots because they're this pilot pete is you know he's kind of got the power because he doesn't have a real connection with anybody yet so his rose is up for grabs so all and the we've ladies seen this in the past we've seen this in the past where there's like one person that has a lot of power because they can pick from like four like or three or four different people that are left Mm-hmm. And right. um, it's interesting to watch that power dynamic, like how people choose to use it. Like, I didn't mind him trying to, like, you know, get to know people and stuff, but it just seemed like you could see, like, his taste for power with it. Um, and he, oh, yeah. he goes and tries to talk to Sam, who is. Who's been with Aaron S. the entire time. And like, Aaron S. is not one to mess with. Like, he really isn't. No, like, he's. He's got the toxic masculinity bit. Like, Aaron S. is definitely, like, he's very much so of the type of all, like, this is my girl. Like, they were, I mean, and they were mid-conversation where they're, like, establishing, you know, getting each other, like, getting the rose, pretty much. Like, where they're establishing where they're trying to see, like, where they could go. And he, like, just walks up and waits because he's all, like, you know, Sam was on my list. So... I'm like, bro, do you think, why would you think now is the time, like, that she's going to be all like, oh, bet, like, what? That's because like, he's, he's self-centered, like, he's not, he's not thinking about anything else besides the fact that, like, he thinks he's the Bachelor right now, and, um, yeah, and I think it just, it just kind of like was a weird sequence of events uh, leading up to you know, the rose ceremony where pretty much everything kind of falls into place. Like the way we're everyone matched up is matching up. Um, yeah, but yeah. And it comes to his rose, which is the last rose. And you think he's going to give it to Greer. You think he's going to give it to cat. You think he's going to give it to, um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Cause he's been like talking with all of them and saying how hot they were. And then, but Olivia had like, you know, finessed her way in like that, night to kind of you know talk to him a little bit more and i mean it's a power move to give it to olivia because he knows that like if he keeps olivia around she's gonna like there's gonna be more drama because like then there continues to be the kylie and do you think they give people like they'll be like we'll pay you ten thousand more dollars if you give your rose to this person and i don't know but i'm sure they have like some sort of 
bit because like he even says he's like you know you've gotten this short stick in paradise like so i thought so when you i heard that like week. like with these eliminations sometimes like people be being like look maybe we're not into each other but you know if next week you don't have anybody you'll give your rose to me and maybe we live to see another week. We'll just do this until like right. we find love. And it's a it's right. a until kind of whoever like a, comes down. It's right. it's paradise roulette where you're like hoping that you find love first before somebody else does and you don't get their rose in return. But it's like right. such a stupid move. Like I just don't understand. Like he had there was there was potential there with other people that you could have like been on the island finding love. Like what are you looking for? Like who are you waiting for? Um I didn't understand that. Right. Because, uh, yeah, that was just really weird. And everybody was shocked by it. So it wasn't just us. Yeah. Uh, he, he's kind of weird. Uh, anyways, uh, so that's our episode, right? Yep. Cat, Greer, Brooklyn, all go home. Um, which it, is a bummer. They kind of give Greer like a, almost like a bachelorette edit with how they really like amp up how, you know, she's all like, I really... I'm just like coming to terms to the fact that like I'm not finding love here like blah 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 like I was like it felt strange that they gave her like that extended edit especially since we have barely seen her. Uh, yeah to me if it might have been because uh, you know maybe she's like trying to give herself a bachelor edit because I, I don't see her being the bachelor. Uh, bachelor well, yeah, um, but yeah i don't know I, I i do i do like greer though like i always have like there's something about yeah. her that like i enjoy her energy and she's cute you know so um yeah anyway so we get left with this like weird post-credit scene which was just another reminder that like the golden bachelor is just wonderful i'm just like what is going on right now like these girls are just like putting bugs in their mouth freaking out about it like it's just whatever weird. um yeah, Golden Bachelor, it's a great show, but it's definitely making the other ones look a little superficial, I guess. I don't know. Right. So, um, yeah, that's our week with uh, with the Bachelor Nation shows. Uh, I, I know it's a lot to take in, um, especially if you're listening to this podcast. It's like, whoa. But it's just kind of how it is. We got three hours of, of Bachelor Nation shows to talk about, um, and, and we did it. Uh, any other bachelor nation stuff coming out that we should know about yeah bachelor nation slash reality tv news um becca martinez known as baby becca back when she was on re's season which was our first season watching together um she had her third child on september 28th which is also the date of her fiance's uh grayston's birthday so they have not uh released the name of their son which actually as the last time i checked because i follow her because i like her a lot um they hadn't named him yet but um other reality tv news what we had pre- uh predicted was um that the diver on the masked singer based on the clues that were given was gonna be tom sandoval and he was revealed and indeed it was tom so i mean pretty easy guess there um but yeah so that's that's pretty much it in uh bachelor nation and reality tv news nice um 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, make sure we're locked in. We'll be back with more stuff to talk about with uh, week three of Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Make sure to leave some comments below. Who is your favorite couple this week on the beach? What are you thinking about the Golden Bachelor? Are you, like, agreeing with, you know, the show being great? Do you enjoy it? What is it like watching it as, you know, maybe somebody of around that age? What is it? Is it refreshing? Do you, what is it? What, who's your favorite person? Just let us know in the comments and we'll shot you out on next week's episode all right v well you know we like to transition into other things on this show so why don't we get into what we like to do around here called quick hits yeah um not a ton honestly it was a pretty slow week for anything not bachelor related but drake has released his new album as of today when we're recording this and he also yesterday or the day prior he had released um a video for one of the songs off the album, 8AM and Charlotte, just kind of like tossed it on his Instagram where the video first started off with like him talking to Adonis, his son, about this uh, picture he drew that now is like, you know, the cover art and everything of the album. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, an interesting rollout. I thought it was uh, interesting. He's like, how much did you get paid for that? And like, and Adon- he's like stop it. Yeah, Adonis was just like, dad, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cute. Um, I and, love that. And then the video for uh, 8 a.m. in Charlotte. It's just funny watching Adonis like do his moves in the video and stuff. Just he's trying like to just imi- dancing. Yeah, he's just imitating his dad, like or what he's seeing and stuff. And, and like, just- why is and Drake was wearing like these like little like clips and stuff in his hair? I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, he's been going through something. I think it's a midlife crisis. Um, Probably. But uh, yeah, so that's what's up. I was I, I haven't got a chance to listen to a lot of stuff off the album. Wasn't too impressed with what I heard so far. Um, yeah. What I've been seeing is that people are saying it's kind of mid and just kind of like more of what Drake's been like giving us already, which is we want something new. We want something like a hit or something like give us something. It's too many songs to go through like. Dude, just, you know what, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Drake right now. I don't think you can knock him off, but from his, from his, uh, you know, his spot, but you can start seeing the decline of Drake, I feel like. Um, yeah. Anyways, any other quick hits? Um. So there was somebody who has been, uh, Dwayne Cafe D Davis, I guess, has been charged in the murder of Tupac Shakur. Um, and so he's been charged with, what is it? Like for one count of murder and then like enhanced gang activity or something, because supposedly what's being alleged is that he helped like make the order to murder Tupac, like in the drive-by. So to be honest, um, it's like crazy to see this all being, you know, cracked down like nearly three decades. Yeah. It's almost hard to care about, to be honest, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping this dude can rest in peace. Like, it, it is annoying, but it, yeah. it goes on so long, it almost seems like, how could they not know who killed this guy, you know? But whatever. Um, what made you go yikes this week? Uh, so there is a new docuseries that is coming out or is out on Netflix that talks about the Beckhams, so David, Victoria, um, and their whole shtick and that right now it's a very viral clip where victoria beckham is describing 
her her family is very working class and um david beckham pops in and he's all like be honest and she's like what do you mean and he's like be honest like what car did your dad drive you to school in and she's like well it depends and he's like what car and he and she's like in the 80s it was a rolls royce and he's like thank you and then pops back out because she's he's like he's like don't fucking lie on our docu-series that you're working class. Like, sure, your family maybe worked hard, but, like, you went to a private school and you're being driven in a Rolls Royce. So it's just, like, honestly, like, kudos to David Beckham for, I mean, she's posh spice. She wasn't just going to be posh spice for being a working class girl. <laughs> yeah. Not. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's, that is, like, some Kardashian type stuff to be. Yeah. Doing, I feel like, you know, um, that is like, I feel like when I watch the Kardashians, they like, and they'll be all like, uh, my anxiety, my this, my that. And I'm all like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, I saw another scene that was interesting too, that I thought kind of went viral was her talking about how like she's pregnant before, like the biggest game that he had and stuff. And she was like, no, I thought it was going to be like great news. Like, you know, he did they end up winning that game? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, well, V, I got a question for you. Yeah. What are you watching? Speaking of, I'm watching the new season of the Kardashians on Hulu. Um, and this season, you know, they're really, they start off with picking up where they left off where uh, Courtney and Kim have been fighting over pretty much nothing but... What is really the deeper bit to it that I've been reading about that I don't think they're ever going to talk about in the show because it would not look good is that, I mean, Travis was obsessed with Kim, went on multiple dates with Kim and like moved to Calabasas for Kim. And then, you know, Kim never dated him besides the like, you know, several dates they went on or whatever. And then, you know, even to the point where, like, I guess his ex-wife had a whole thing against her, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I mean, they were always close because then their families were always close with the kids and whatever. Then he pretty much his dirty. uh, He went sloppy seconds was Courtney. But they'll never say that. But that is truly how that goes. So no wonder there's a lot of tension between them because, you know, Courtney's now living her very PDA filled life with Travis, who was definitely way into her sister before her. So yikes. But yeah. what a, hey, I've got a question for you. Yeah. What are you watching? Well, I am watching uh, not a lot. It's like hard for me to remember like things I watched because it's like literally a week ago. It's the last time I watched right. something um, significant. Uh, but I, I put on this A24 horror film called Talk to Me. Have you heard mm. of it? Um, I feel like who's in it? There's no one really in it. I don't remember mm. like, oh, that's that person. But it's just okay. um, a, an interesting horror movie about this like hand and like you touch it and oh it's like you have to do this weird i've seen the previews yeah i have not seen it and it's a it's a pretty dark movie um yeah you know i don't know here i am on the dawn of filming my new short film today um later on today 
and we're going with a horror thriller suspenseful like little thing and so right. it's just like really interesting to see movies that do it new and do it well um so i i recommend seeing it it's it's a little dark um and and adult content and stuff but uh yeah, it, it was it was it was a twenty four. You know, they'd be it looks good. So um, yeah, saw that. Uh, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> uh, on top of not being able to watch a lot of TV, I didn't listen to a lot of songs um, this morning before the show. Me and V were just kind of going through some songs, um, new music. The benefit of recording on a Friday morning is that you get the new music on Friday that drops. So you get to kind of look through that real quick. And, and Thames, um, a very popular artist right now, uh, it, she came out with the song called Me and You. And I thought it was a bop, a good vibe. You know, I, I feel like Thames brings like summertime vibes, but it's like interesting seeing her bring in some fall time vibes. You know, I feel like mm, that's mm, it's, cozy. It's, yeah. Perfect for cuffing season, me and you. So um, check it out. It's on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify. Uh, and we got a lot of other good music on that playlist. So check it out. And, and, music, and other Thames as well. We love Thames yeah, on the Future oh yeah, Thames pa- is on there podcast times. playlist. She's, she's a slapper for sure. Um, so V, do you have any shout outs? Yeah, I have some birthday shout outs. I want to shout out my brother Frank, my auntie Lenny, and Katie Pate for their birthdays this past week. KP. That's what's up. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to my film crew. Uh, we're all going to assemble here later on this evening to film uh, our uh, our film. And I am just really happy with the team I've assembled and, um, you know, very excited to be acting in it as well. And I'm excited to just go through it and have a good experience. And uh, I appreciate everyone, like, you know, bringing their A game. So shout out to them. Woo. I'm excited. <laughs> It'd be cool to see for sure. Yeah, and bonus shout out to Sam for getting us some snacks. Um, you know, you got to keep people fed and 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 all that during these type of things. So um, she hooked for it real. up. Anyways, energy. what do you, what do you got planned for this weekend? Um, you know, I'm trying to trying to watch some football, trying to hang out with some pals. Maybe it's gonna feel pretty fall ish this weekend here in the Atlanta area. It looks like. Um, it'll pop back up into the 80s a little bit next week, but I feel like I might want to try to get outside a little bit. I think uh, uh, Sean and I are going to go to a corn maze, mm. so really getting the fall vibes. Um, so, you know, yeah, that's uh, just trying to get into the season. Fun, fun. Um, you guys doing pumpkin picking anytime soon? Potentially. Who knows? It's- Oh man, fall. All right, well, or apple picking, but I think all the apple orchards are probably overrun by now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be shooting that film, and then tomorrow got rehearsals. We're like two weeks out from Sweeney Todd premiering, and uh, and then I'm DJing for Shake Shack. Actually, they're doing like oh again. Yeah, they they they're actually. I just saw an email. They have me. They're asking me if I can do another weekend. So. yeah, we got we Damn. got a pickleball tournament I'm DJing this weekend. So uh that'll be fun. I've never really been up and close to pickleball. I know it's like popping right now. Um so I'm excited to bring the tunes and, and have a party there with them. So got a packed full weekend. Uh Anyways, guys, you know what it is. It's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. And my name is Cy. 
I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week because we love you. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.